This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership and the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, the CEO of SOM International, and his wife, Cindy Witt. She's a co-founder of SOM and the publications director. Now, this is the second part in a two-part series about what Cindy is involved with here at, at SOM and her heart for this ministry. Now, Cindy, I just want to jump right to you. And uh, there's a few things I think people would want to know from you. So, hi, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Great to be here. So there's been, uh, if you listen to part one, there's been a number of things you've had to you've had to sacrifice over the years. You mentioned that there was a season where David was gone a lot of weekends, uh, a lot of weeks, um, you know, 35, 40% of the time he was on the road. Um, there's been a number of other things that have been kind of, you know, kind of difficult to deal with. So uh, just to, uh, tell our listeners here a little bit about just some of the sacrifices that you've made in order to serve those who are risking much for Jesus. Well, Mark, I have to say, working with the persecuted church has changed my prayer life. It really mm. has changed my prayer life. And for those that know me well, know I come from a lineage of warriors, and that's just okay. kind of in our nature. And um, with my mom, my grandma, I just, they're lovely women in my life that have impacted my life, but they worry. And, you know, just those sweet, sweet mother figures. And so anyway, that, that was passed down to me. And so God really being involved in this ministry really showed me and changed my heart that I do not, every time I start to feel that worry come on me, I have to give it over and pray it over to the Lord. In fact, we would laugh because um, before David would head over on an overseas trip, or even if I went on an overseas trip and he stayed with the kids, we had that too. But for some reason, right before yeah. I would be um, getting ready in the morning, blow drying my hair. And all of a sudden I'm just like tearing up. And I remember this one time David came in and he's like, what are you doing? I'm all, I'm planning your funeral in my mind. If something happens, oh, I want to make sure that people know it's not in vain and, and what you're doing mm. and coming alongside mm. our family around the world it is not in vain. And this world is not our home. We're just passing through. And, and so we, we laugh because mm. one time he came in and um, is right before he was heading over to Bangladesh. I remember. And, and he said, I, I don't, I haven't seen you practicing my funeral. Now I'm getting worried. <laughs> and so we just <laughs> laughed about that. But but yeah. in reality, it's it's just that relinquishing constantly of surrendering and relinquishing. And and our family has had to to do that. And even before when uh David went over to Iraq, um, it was right during actually mm -hmm. when he was he was there when they captured Saddam Hussein. And so oh, wow. Yes. And so before he left, um, is right before Christmas time. And so we had our tree up and before he left, um, actually after he was gone, I noticed there were some little white envelopes he had tucked in the tree. And, um, immediately I started tearing up thinking, oh, wow, he's, and so I messaged him and he said, yeah, don't open those until I get back for, for, for Christmas. And so it hit my heart that he wrote a letter to all of us in case something happened to him. 
that he wrote a letter oh, wow. to all of us. And so it just really, it made all of us, including my children, um, just pray, pray for daddy, pray for the people that he's mm. meeting with. This is what they deal with all the time. And so it gave our whole family just a heart for our global family. And um, he even called during that time to tell me he was okay. And at the time we had a, a message machine and he left a, a voice message and he said, honey, I'm, I'm all right. I just wanted to call to tell you I'm all right. Well, in the background, Mark, I could hear da -da 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 -da, machine gun fire in the background. Oh wow! And I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's leaving me a message. So I guess he is okay. He's on a satellite phone. I guess he's okay. And so anyway, we just, we just laugh about how God has taken me from a worrier to a prayer warrior. And it's nothing yeah. of myself. It is so God just taking me through that process of just through the battle and on my knees and, and even Pastor Rembrandt, I just that connectedness with our, our global family. He said, you know, when, when somebody steps on your foot, it's not your foot that says, ouch, it's your mouth. And for us to be that mm. mouthpiece. Mm. And so that's how I see it, Mark. I see all of us right. as the body of Christ doing our little part, whether we're the mouthpiece speaking out on behalf of our brothers and sisters, or whether we are the hands that serve, or whether we're the knee that bends in prayer. You know, we can you can be a prayer warrior from your bedside if you're in a in a convalescent state and in in a place where you can't not get out and serve, you can serve through prayer. And that is the number one request that we get from our brothers and sisters around the world. And so it's, again, such a privilege to be a part of it. Yeah, I, I remember a time, Cindy, that I was there in, in the office. Yeah, I, I largely work remotely, so I, I don't often come into the office. But it was a time when David was was out of the country. And I, I want to say maybe, maybe you remember this. I, I want to say maybe he was in in Cuba or Latin America somewhere, and uh, you hadn't heard from him in days. And it was a it was a tense situation. And uh, I I distinctly remember this time where you and and several of the staff there got together and were like, we haven't heard from David in a couple of days, and we hope he's okay. So mm -hmm. let's so let's pray. And uh, <laughs> and we did. We took we took some time. And we prayed and. And and that it's times like that that it really hits me that it really is these are people David included that are, are at risk all the time for the gospel and that's something that the church doesn't often experience so hey we got to run to a break I got a few a few other things I want to ask you about we haven't even heard from David yet he's just sitting here on the call say, say hi David <laughs> hey Mark Cindy I'm loving the stories this is so wonderful to be on the side and just enjoy the enjoy the adventure the journey we'll hear from David here in a minute after this break we'll be right back at risk radio can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio.
Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, and I'm also online with his wife, Cindy. She is the publications director and the co-founder of SOM International. Now, Cindy, I want to give you an opportunity to speak to to some of the other women that are involved or who are involved in ministry and who are listening to this podcast. Um, Women who have husbands who are doing things in the ministry. Uh, I know uh, I've been in the ministry uh, in and out. I mean, 20 years I was in the church and my wife had some special challenges uh, with that. Um, I just want to give you an opportunity just to speak some encouragement to some of the ladies who are also sacrificing much because their husbands are doing things for Christ in the ministry. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's some encouragement you would give to women who are in that position? Mark, I think the encouragement that I would like to give to them is to rally around their their friends and family that when their spouses are traveling overseas, or even just if it if they're in leadership in the church in their local church, that they have some even a cord of three strands is not easily broken. So even just yeah, three right. women to get together regularly or just people that they can feel safe with and trust that they know if they text them or call them to ask for prayer, that they will pray for them, that they are are with them because there are so many, um, as you know, being involved in ministry, so much that happens behind the scenes that for the women, it's it's hard. It's really Mm -hmm. hard. And so many times they feel alone. And so for others listening to this, if they they can reach out to their their pastor's wife or to leaders in the church, the worship pastor's wife, or you know, and just to pray for our global leaders, the wives, boy, all that they do is so so sacrificial and but they're human. And I think that's where yeah. sometimes people think, I don't know, they have them on a pedestal. Or, oh, they don't, you know, they don't want to they're too busy to spend time with me. And that's really not it. Many times they're, they're feeling very much alone. And, Mm -hmm. and so for them to feel that there's somebody there that's safe that that they can pray with and talk to is tremendous. But for our, our global leaders, I think of those special women that um, have such a heart. And even I remember Marina from Columbia saying one time that, you know, people ask me all the time, is it safe to go to Columbia? She's like, I, I can't tell them it, it, it's safe. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. God. And I, she goes, I, you know, I can promise, I can't promise anything. I can promise, I guess you can get a plane ticket over here, but I can't promise you'll get a plane ticket home. I, she's like, I literally have no control mm-hmm. over that. And so yeah. for them, I mean, for them, they're realizing too, every time they send out their husbands out in the field, whether they're going or whether they're they're staying back that they may not come home they know that and so for us to to realize there's no safe place on this entire earth except for walking in where god has called you that is our safest place that's our our safety net is with jesus christ we know we will finally get safely home um where there's going to be no more sorrow and tears but until that time it's a matter of also trust and obedience into what God has called each of us to do. And right. so it's, yeah, so it's such a, yeah, joy and pleasure to just to stand alongside those women. 
Sure. Now, hey, let me just talk to you as a mom. I, I know that your your daughter is involved in missions, and uh, tell tell me tell me about your kids. Tell me what you can tell me, as I know that, that some of the work that at least she's yeah. doing is is a little bit restricted. What have your kids done? Uh, having been raised in this environment, having been raised, you know, around the persecuted church, that's that has done something with them. So tell us a little bit about the the Witt family and the dynamic there. Yes. Well, even when they were little, Mark, it's just so neat how I think it was Gary Smalley who said that to love our children equally but uniquely and so that that has been so so neat just to see how God has gifted them so Mm -hmm. differently and uniquely and beautifully and so there was a time even when Caitlin was a little girl actually both Jonathan and Caitlin were were in elementary school and David was overseas on an overseas trip. And it was a scary situation that we knew he was going into. And so we were praying together. And so we were at this, at the church singing or not singing, Steve Green was actually performing a concert. Okay. And so he was singing and performing this concert. Well, he asked the children to come up and sing with him at one point. Hmm. And so the kids went up and, um, and for whatever reason, I don't know, he's interviewing some of them. And so he was interviewing our daughter and, and asking her favorite subject in school and different things. But then, um, said, do you know this song? And I'm thinking, and Caitlin said, yes. And in my mind, I'm thinking she doesn't know the song, but I was actually sitting next to her teacher (laughs) and she leaned over and, and she goes, she knows the song. And so all the kids, and it was when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And mm. it just like all that fear that we were dealing with of sending dad over, over to a difficult area just released. It was just like, God is with us. He's with us here on the state side and he's with daddy overseas. And so the kids growing up in that learn to trust. And it's beautiful to see their giftings today. Today, our son, he's an aeronautical engineer and a pilot, and he's been actually with Russell and and our contacts, Umberto in uh, Mexico, and with the aviation ministry, he's real interested in using his gifts and talents and how the Lord Mm -hmm. sees fit in ministry. And he loves to be able to be a part of sending people overseas. And so that's beautiful to see that with he and his wife, Allie. And, and then with Caitlin now too, she's been overseas working um, with underserved people in areas. She's, it's just amazing the opportunities that God has put her in as well. And so it's just beautiful to see how your kids, it's nothing of us. It's just trusting in the Lord and just seeing how God just leads them in their lives and how every person, no matter if you're an engineer or a school teacher or working out in the field in some remote country, how God uses each of us in our gifts. Well, just let me add to that is, sure. uh, well, Caitlin is in full-time ministry working mm-hmm. with women in very difficult situations, and we're very proud of her. And, and uh, Jonathan and his wife, and we have our first grandbaby, uh, a grandchild, Julia, which we're fully excited about that stage. And they mm-hmm. really have, they're they are active in their faith, serving the Lord, have a real kingdom uh, vision and goal. So we're, we're just very pleased with that. And, and I just want to add to, Cindy, you left out that one part of the story that when Jonathan got home, I remember receiving 
oh, email yes. from him. Thank you. Uh, and he emailed me because he wanted to let me know that the family is okay. So it was so sweet. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me because that was actually, yes. So when we came home from that concert, Mark, Jonathan mm. said, Mom, can I email Dad? I'm like, yes, mm. you can email Dad. So he emailed him. Don't worry about us, Dad. We're doing great. And God's taking care of us. And it was just so simple and so sweet. But it just, oh, it touched my heart, my mama's heart, to see my elementary school son just trusting in God. Because I knew he was anxious. But he didn't, he didn't yeah. say he was anxious. But then, you know, that just was a step of faith. And so thank you for the reminder. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this has been really a helpful insider look into what happens, you know, with a family that's in ministry. And, you know, I, we had uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan, is that, is that his yes. name? Dylan Stendhal, mm -hmm. he, he was on uh, several weeks back, also gave us a insider view on what happens inside the Stendhal family. And yes. I encourage you to go back and, and listen to that too. And, you know, hey, these are, these are real people who are just risking things for Jesus. And if you want to be somebody who stands with them, you know, as you said, uh, you know, th mm -hmm. a three strand cord is stronger. Yes. If you want to stand mm -hmm. with those who are risking much for mm -hmm. Jesus, we would encourage you to, uh, first of all, just subscribe to the newsletter. That's your first step. That's over at atriskradio.com or at spiritofmartyrdom.com, either place. You can subscribe to that and then we'll keep you up to date. Uh, also, those are places where you can join prayer teams and you can get um, all the latest news as far as how you can be praying for those who are risking much for Jesus. If you have a question, we'd love to answer that. And uh, lastly, uh, SOM International and At Risk Radio are crowdfunded ministries. And the, the biggest way that we're supported is by those who make a monthly gift or those who give a donation in exchange for a book. And you can do that at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Hey, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been at risk radio you've been listening to at risk radio for more go to at risk radio.com at risk radio is a production of som international